is our Eve Miles and Babu Cisse. Um, oh, Babu, my Gambian brother. Yeah, yeah, do you know? No, I don't know him, but obviously I knew he was Gambian and my family's, I've got Cisse's in my family. Yeah, he's yeah. He's a, he's, a proper, he's a proper nice guy as well. Yeah. Really, really nice. I knew him before and it's actually, we met We met in, because um, he went to my drama school like a decade before I did, but we, we crossed paths yeah. and we, we formed a friendship. And then we, I was having like a like a crisis. I was like, bro, because I was going through like, I'm not, I like, I'm getting really close to all these jobs. I'm not booking these jobs. Yeah. And we sat down in London Bridge and we were like, we're going to work together. We're going to work together. That was in the January. And then this came by wow. in June. That's and mad, then, that. Oh, so did you book it during lockdown? No, 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 no. This is, we filmed this it. Last year. No, no, no. We filmed it. We filmed it um, before the time of the year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was fun, though. It was good. A lot of just around like North London and like Great Missenden and all those places. So it was nice to see. Cause I don't I really see North London. You know what I mean? Do you know if it's gonna be like renewed for like a second season or series? I don't know. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope so as well. I think it would be an interesting. Edjo, please follow second, me on Instagram now before you blow. Sorry, wow. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, we're blood. We're blood, my Nigerians, my my Niger. Don't follow me only on Twitter. Follow me on Insta now. I'll be like, yeah, guys, hi. <laughs> I already know him. Larry, do you know this is a uh, future Mrs. John Boyega? No, 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 no. We're not together anymore. Did I not oh, tell you? No, who? Nah, we broke up. Oh, yeah, wow. you actually said something about this to me. I did, I did, I did. Like... If you guys listen to my podcast, I did actually make an official announcement saying that we're not, over. not together. Wow, anymore. what happened? I ah, just kind hello. of felt like, hello. thank you. I, I'm, 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 I'm a bit better now, to be honest. I'm good, you know. Yeah. I just kind of felt a bit like it was, it was everybody's husband, you know, just the way he was moving uh, into it and everything. We're just moving like a bit of a slag, do you know what I mean? So, wow. Yeah. Wow, bit, of a, big... bit, of a, bit of a kinky little saucy one you know what I mean yeah I don't want everybody's mates. man Joey is it going to be awkward when you actually meet him at one point um maybe because <laughs> in your head you've got this whole story and narrative made up what do you mean in my head I mean not in your head obviously like you've had this really in, in an alternate reality but have this yeah, whole yeah. story <laughs> You know, you know what I mean? And a different no, version of Earth, you're together. Exactly. I'd be fine. You know, like, what's it called? The body renews. Is it every four years? Have I just made that up? No, that's, no I think that's true. I think that's true. Exactly. So, you never who's know. Your next, who's the new guy then? Enjoy the new I'm celebrity. Just, um, just trying to focus on myself, really. That's yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I'm Makes just sense. Taking time out. Beautiful. Beautiful. Do Thank that. Grow. Grow. Thank you. Growth. Growth. Positive vibes, energies. Wow. Exactly, exactly. So, um, hello all. Welcome back to the Gist of Joy podcast. Today I'm locked in with um, celebrities. I've no, got Chris no, Brown's no. little cousin. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come, <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on. I got no, Chris Brown's little cousin. All right, Joy, Joy, I'm not even gassing up. I'm not even gassing up because when was the last podcast we did a couple, was it a week ago? A couple of weeks ago. I'm not even gassing up. Someone came up to me and said, you look like Chris Brown at a house party. I swear to God. Really? Did you start I, wish, I just thought, I wish Joy was here to hear this and slap that <laughs> on the podcast. Did you Did you start body popping? Nah. Yeah. See you can't I, I it. remember, but I was probably dancing. You know. you can. Did you start? I was probably dancing, singing. you know. Yeah. Is that why? I have a good singing voice, by the way, Nicole. 
I didn't have to try. Triple talents. Triple is it triple triple threat? Triple threat. 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 Triple a singing duet over a two hours of film or TV film. or something. I, I don't know what it would be, but mm. I, I, I mean, I don't, and I don't want to this kind of like dream girls nonsense. Like, obviously no. that's great, but you know, I want something that's like contemporary. Bangers. One that tells a story. It's mm. kind of like yeah. Les Mis or like um, Hamilton, that they sing throughout. No, no, just like, I don't know why I, I just know I want it, man. I know I just, I just, I just need Bro, it. How life. about you write it? I ain't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, hey, I'm not Lin. I'm not Lin my own Miranda. Okay, <laughs> can't write like him, you know. Because you know he wrote Moana. Know. He wrote the song for Moana. He, obviously, he's got in the Heights. Hamilton. Oh, really? He can do what he wants. This guy. Leslie. He's good. If you was a writer like Michaela Cole, you would legit just like write your own shit all the time, wouldn't you? He is a writer. Yeah. Um, Dick Wells a writer. I'm the next oh, celebrity, right. actually. I'm trying to write. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah, I've got a few, I've got a few uh, things I'm trying to work on. Recently, just trying to. I'm trying to like plan a, um, because you know the kind of uh, murdered by my series. Murdered by my boyfriend. Yeah. Murdered by my boyfriend. Killed by my. Yeah. I'm trying to. Um, I'm in the process of trying to write, piece together a pitch so I can pitch it to people. Yeah. I think man, that'd be. I'd that. love to be a part of that. I did um for my exactly. showreel. Uh, a drama school I did Murdered oh. by My Boyfriend a scene from that yeah great pro- yeah. great program that I remember how really fucking hard it that was my yeah, boy's yeah. a writer he, he's, he's worked at the BBC for nearly 10 years now no yeah, yeah since he was 18 and he's 28 now so 10 years yeah. um, got his own gaff and everything because of obviously having that good solid career but he's yeah. also obviously freelance writer and he yeah. writ some, he's written something it has got commissioned for to be a radio play on the BBC, which is quality. But he's also constantly writing films, TV stuff. And he obviously, because he's in, he can just pitch mm. it. And it, can just pitch it, yeah. And it can kind of just go for it. But that power of writing, I mean, the Michaela Cole thing where she turned down a million um, from Netflix, yeah. you know, that shows you how much power writers yeah. and writer actors especially actually can hold. Michaela yeah, is in a league of her own, really, isn't she? I mean, it's, it's a risk. It's always a risk. I think that's the that's the difficult thing is that mm. nobody nobody has hindsight unless you're kind of like HBO. I think I feel like yeah, HBO yeah. is like the only kind of shit, like network that just bangs regardless. But yeah, you know, I was true. talking in my, one of my group chats. We were talking about it, and like one of my boys mentioned, um, he was like, you know. Of course, you turn down like a million when like someone like Phoebe Waller-Bridge is getting X amount of money for Amazon. I'm like, it's not, it's not the same deal. Yeah. It's very hard to, it's very because no, because it's like, who, who's, who's really dishing out millions? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's, it's very tricky because obviously to Michaela Cole, it's I think it's probably easier, but easier for her to say no than it would be for someone else. But I think the most important thing to take from that kind of that moment in history was like. Just do what you need to do, because she she needed to take she needed to send down the million, like yeah, someone yeah. else might need to take it. And I, I think like it's dangerous 
for for people to go look look this is what happens when you turn it down because that might that 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 might need to be what God has planned for you or, do you know what I mean like the industry has mm. planned for you mm. like you might need to take that million to then do something else or you might not need to take that million exactly so I was very and I'm sure I'm sure she yeah. will have sold things in the past like not yeah. selling a soul or anything like that but you know she would have maybe taken deals in the past that weren't right to get yeah. to where she is now so it's it's all about slowly climbing up the ladder in it yeah and also i, I guess it's... it depends on the sorry carry on no i was just gonna say that i think it's a learning curve for her and everybody yeah. else as well can you guys hear me yeah yeah, yeah. You no know, the thing doesn't light up when i'm talking so i'm not I no it's fine yeah, can hear you. no we can hear you can hear calm but um yeah just in case you guys didn't know the voices that we actually have on here obviously lum is just a series regular now My yeah he's fucking here. regular <laughs> <laughs> and then um our other celebrity is uh dick bar um the, the, what, the, who the celebrity nah come on please i, I was gassing you bro you like that it's a humble Oh, you got to stay humble. humble. Mama, stay, stay humble, humble. No. Stay humble. Okay, okay, okay. Stay humble. So we have um, the Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> hey, that's what you do, right? Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, a writer. Would you put yourself as a writer first or an actor at first? Actor first. I'm, I'm actor trying to first. write more. Like, I, re- I recently sent, like, I, I, every so often I'll send stuff to my agent and they'll be like, this is crap or this is good. And I recently sent, like, a, a draft of a feature film, so I'm waiting for her to, to get back to me. Uh, ARG. Who? Artist Rights Group. ARG. Okay. Are they in London? Uh, yeah, yeah, based in West London. Oh, cool. Mm. And good peeps, um, good people then. But yeah, so we've got Actor London, uh, Actor London, Actor Writer from London. Not also, from London. Obviously, he's from Nigeria. Where are you from? No, no. no. I, well, actually, I grew up in Birmingham and, and I lived in Sheffield. And then really? Manchester and then um what Manchester as well? Yeah, I lived with my brother for a year in Spinningfields. Oh, did you? Mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad. Well, you know so you how long was you in Brum for? Like from I did primary and year seven, then I went to Sheffield for year eight until sixth form and then left. Mad. You and do not have a northern accent, you know, bro. At all. No. Do you know what? I when I first I first went to uh, Sheffield. My Birmingham accent, people were like, oh, look at this guy, Birmingham accent, taking a piss. Yeah. Like, I can't do like this. But you know, it's difficult because there's like Birmingham people, then cousins, and then like Sheffield accent, and then my parents are Nigerian. So I was like, yes. I don't want to have a mix of everything, man. I'm just going to. And then you went to Oxford for three years. Yeah. And now you're in London. You think Oxford London. brings it out of you? No, I think London brings it out of me. London. I think you sound like London. London. Yeah, I do, you man. Sound like Most of my friends now are, are Londoners now, so it's. Like even the way you say London or London, London, yeah. London, London. Like London. But Joy's a bit like that. I feel like Joy, you could, if you live somewhere for long enough, you will come out sounding like that that person. Yeah. That Do you know what I think? I think what's it called? I'm a, I'm a mirror. I mirror people's accents. Yeah, day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was on the phone to this uh, meeting at work with this scouser, and next thing yeah. you know, I sounded scouse. Yeah, 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 I swear to God, I thought, oh shit, 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 shit. Yeah. She literally just stopped speaking, uh, and we were yeah. just staring at each other. <laughs> my boy did it. So my boy was chilling with, um, in fact, Joy. A lot of the listeners know him because he was on the other week. Uh, Cam Roots, mm. he, the one um, that takes a shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, fucking, he was chilling with all these Brum guys from in uni and that, and obviously yeah. just started like changing his lingo a little bit. So he's saying things like. What was it that oh, more time and 
There's words certain words yeah, I was thinking, yeah. hang on, that's like a brummy. Mm. It was a actual phrase. Was some proper brummy, brummy phrases. I was like, oh, mad. But that happens like with you. It does happen. Sometimes it's a good thing. For me personally, I feel like it's easy for me to like dip into different accents. Obviously, as an yeah, actor. Yeah. But if I was just a normal person and I was doing this, it would just be a bit like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, but yeah, I feel yeah. like my excuse is like, it, I mean, it's not an excuse. It does help me dip into like the different... Yeah. Different accents, yeah. but um, I do. I do I, most yeah, when I, I talk so to aunties done. and uncles. That's when I do the most. When you, my Nigerian aunties really? uncles, I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm like, thank you, thank you, ma, thank you. I'm like, I just did, I just did back here. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah. And they're like, what am I doing? <laughs> I yeah, love speaking like, in a Nigerian accent, though. Yeah, I feel like I it just it, makes man. everything. It just, everything's just bouncing in a in a Nigerian accent. Does, I feel like Nigerians, Nigerians do that a lot, don't they? Like they're speaking, they're still speaking English, but they put put on the accent. Yeah, it's um, it's called broken English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I like when I speak with my granddad and stuff, who's got broken English, really, really broken English. I, I don't put an accent on, but I can't. Do you know? I, I know what you mean. Just reduce it a bit in it. Yeah. Yeah. Reduce. Yeah. Yeah, man. But um, yeah, if you haven't gathered, um, Dipo is obviously Nigerian Yoruba. Lamin is our Gambian king. Everybody knows already. Is it? Um, <laughs> bro, uh, Dipo, what? What line are we giving you? Because Lamin's 0161. Um, you can give me 0121. 0121. Where's that? 0121, Birmingham. Birmingham. Oh, you're still repping it? Oh, rah. 0114. B-Town. 0214. Yeah, London's 020. Chef City. So when you meet people, do you just say... Shimmel. Plus... Defo plus all the broad numbers plus in it. Plus, plus seven. Nine, I don't know what it is. I, I don't think Gambia's two two zero. You know, is it? Let me Google Nigerian yeah. one. Gambia's two two zero. Whenever I get a two two zero call, it's always Gambia. Yeah. Nigerian. What, right. Do you know what? When I'm at work and that, some people get my accent mixed up. What What do you think my accent is, Dipo? Uh, Manchester. Oh yeah, fairs. But Bro, basically, really yeah. No, I don't. I really don't. Trust me. So. Some people sometimes say brum in the past. Mm, Some yeah. people just don't have a good ear for accents. I don't sound like I'm from Birmingham, but... No, nah, you don't sound like you're from Birmingham. No, I, I agree, but I've had it. I've had London. When it's I'm the, in no, it is, the Birmingham accent, because my, my housemate was doing a, um, a voice, um, kind of like, she was, they were like, can you do Birmingham accent? And she, she asked me because I'm, I'm from Birmingham. And it's in the vowels, that, like the, br- the brummies, like the vowels they use them. Yeah, yeah. Like if you were to say, I could tell if you were wrong about it if you said how you say day. day. You draw it out, don't you? They, yeah. they, the, yeah, yeah, the, like the days. Die. 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 It's mad, die. that is it? I was thinking they would die. Hell. I'm like, nah, People you're wrong, but you're not, man. People you don't die. Think it sometimes blends into wolves. Like, it's a fucking a bad like. accent, isn't it? The Birmingham accent. Let's have it right. <laughs> it's, 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 um, it's not the worst. Right. I don't think it's the worst I've ever heard. I don't think it's it the worst. is. You know, what's the worst? Is, what's the worst accent you've ever heard? Scouse is bad. I like. I the quite like Scouse. Nah, nah. I, I love the Scouse accent. Nice. A soft um, Scouse accent is nice, but when it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking horrible. For me, Brom is like Brom's bad. You don't nah. want to have a Brom accent. Nah, I'm. I'm not a huge fan of the Geordie accent. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, uh, yeah. No. I don't like the Essex accent. Like the Essex accent is bad. Essex, yeah. I don't like it I on like guys. It's awful. I think it's, I think it's cute on women, but I don't like it on guys. 
the Essex accent is weird. I remember hearing a girl, um, what's her name? Georgia Harrison. That's it. She was on the way then. She was in the queue behind me at Subway and she was talking and I thought she was putting it on at first. I was thinking, that can't be her accent. But it actually was how it comes across on TV. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's too much. It's too much. You know, it's mad. People might probably might think that about Manchester accent. I feel like a lot of people from London hate when black people have a northern accent. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, they do. I, think, I think Manchester's one of the best ones. Yeah, yeah, Manchester's yeah. Got quality. one of the best ones. Where would you, Dickbo, where would you think I was from? The silence is sickening. <laughs> <laughs> from Manchester? I'll give you that. Well, she's I'm northern, isn't she? Yeah, northern. I am northern. Yeah, northern. northern. It's not from Manchester. Because it's, it's not no. strong enough. It's, what, like Crewe, Stockport? Uh, where? Is it local Blackpool. Manchester or like somewhere else? Blackpool. Blackpool? It just, de- it just depends who I'm speaking to. Yeah, but you worked in Burnley, didn't you? Yeah, I did. When I, I first really met you, you had a strong, strong Northern accent. Oh, gosh, yeah. Really and then strong. my drama oh, teacher, <clears throat> my voice teacher rinsed it out of me by saying that I would never work as an actor if I didn't change my accent. So I'm still dealing What's with that trauma right now, you know? I feel like that probably Well, I remember one of my voice teachers was like, you need to do an RP accent when you go to auditions. And I was like, why? <laughs> you must be mad. Why? <laughs> you must be mad. Why? I wish why? I knew why? better to that to just tell her to fuck off because I feel like that's why I sound like this till today. That really did affect me. Yeah. You know when somebody tells you like you're never gonna make it to make that decision <sighs> to become an actor, you're you know it, you're giving up a lot, especially as I feel like as a black person or someone from mm. West Africa, we don't go into the creative industry like that. So for you yeah. to make that decision and then somebody turns around and say to you. Yeah, you're really not gonna make it if you don't change this yeah. about yourself. Bro, I just you know I was I was writing about that the other day because I, I did like this application for this this like uh, mentorship thing, mm. and they were like, "What are the one of the like one of the one of the things that you feel like has held you back in your career?" And I was like, "There's no like." I remember I, I told my parents what we been at and they were like, oh, "What? Was, like, what are you talking about? Like, don't be, don't be, <laughs> don't be foolish. Don't be what you t- Are you there's mad? No, like, there's no, there, there was no like going to stagecoach from three. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, kind of, and it's like, and I and I feel like friends now keep it keep it a bit quiet. But like, I find you find out like someone's mom is like a cast director, or someone's dad is like a director, or someone's this, and you're like, oh, like why? To me, I'm just like, if it was me, like I'd be unsufferable. Like you'd know, because yeah. I because I think it's so like, I think use it. I would never be like, I would never hide it if like my dad was. If, you have this, a if my dad, if my dad was chilled to the Joker, like, you, you, yeah. you motherfuckers would be sick of me. Do you know what I mean? Well, look at, <laughs> like, is it Denzel's son? Is it Denzel's son? <laughs> yeah. Denzel, yeah, yeah. who was in Black Man. Yeah, no, but yeah, oh, yeah, he's wavy as well. Bad man answer, mm. but at the end of the yeah. day, realistically, would he have got that opportunity if he wasn't Denzel's son? Look, and I you know what, to me, to me, it, do, it doesn't matter unless you say no. It's when you yes. say no, I'm like, you're taking the piss. But if you're like, yeah, I'm like, listen, fair enough, because... Like, I, I want, would if, too. If, if I was just Alban and I had a son, I'd do yeah. everything I could. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't get why people need to be ashamed of it. I just think no, it's you like, can't help, you can't help for being bold, can you? Yeah, exactly. I think, just be, just be it, real with it. I'll, just be I'll, real I'll with say, it. use it as much as you can because that's what I would yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I think agree. it's about holding your about it. If you're a bit cocky about it, then there's no point, is there? But, yeah, of course. Nah, yeah. Just, just don't hide it. Just be like, this, yeah, that's it. That's my dad. That's my It's like, I've started watching Succession. I don't know if you, have you have you watched it? I've no, heard of I it. Haven't. 
Oh my god, you have to watch the show, man. There is so it's so good. It's so good. But it's like it's but it's all about nepotism. So and I think it's like based on like the Murdochs and some like other big those big families that like Oh run my god. Those. And that's it's like you say that, bro. But and I've it's been like watching. Oh go on, go on, go on, go on. And it's and it's like all about nepotism and how like nobody apart nobody is really in this family qualified, but like because they're the son or daughter or the other son, like they're yeah. all billionaires and they're all like in that I'm like just, it's like the perfect example of why nepotism shouldn't really be a thing, but like mm. as long as it is, use it. Like because it's just it's a way in. And that's all that's what everybody wants, is a way in. Yeah, I, I like agree. That's what that's kind of why white privilege kind of exists because if you do have it why wouldn't you use it that's why it's kind of never gonna die yeah because yeah i know what you mean yeah. Opportunity, why yeah. aren't you gonna take advantage of it um, so. yeah that's true that but true. speaking what of um tv shows anyway sorry to interrupt speaking of tv shows this is why we're here um, this episode kind of, I don't know, I guess just three actors chatting, but also about TV shows, TV series or um, films that people need to watch. They're just, just good TV shows, good films, and also series to educate people. Like, yeah. If you want to educate yourself. Because I think just doing like one episode or just posting a black square or just posting one thing, it's not just enough mm. to, I've done my bit now, forget about it. Nah, it's still going on. Yeah. Because I don't think we see it as much in the media anymore, but I saw a tweet the other day. People in America are still protesting. Like, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I know we still do it in the UK here. Portland, there's still yeah, yeah. thousands of them like literally going out. Every they're in, they're in a civil war with the police literally, right now in America. Literally. Mm. So I think um, let's why don't we just um, see what we can do to help the people them? Ah, so I've got two GCSEs, a failed maths and English. <laughs> as far as this country and government and curriculum are, are concerned, I'm a failure. But I don't feel like I'm stupid. And um, I just don't feel like that curriculum was right for me. Uh, and there's lots of other, what's sad is there's lots of other kids out there who it's also not right for um, because they've got different styles of learning. But they will just be failed and they'll just, you know, they'll be told, you, oh, well, if you don't pass your maths, you know, uh, you will not be able to do, do, do. You remember in school and that. And it's just like, for me, the whole, the, I was talking to one about the other day, like, where, like, how do we think we can actually change society in terms of racism? I believe you have to start in education. You have to start in the yeah. curriculum. Um, mm. And that starts with education. It has to do. It has to be. So for me, it's about tackling the justice system and then the curriculum uh, and the education system because we're getting educated like fucking idiots. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like I said, the education you give yourself is so so important. Mm. And the stuff I've read in the past month, for you know, the, over over the over the years, in fact, the stuff I found out that you know you become more aware. You don't get taught about in school even yeah. just things like taxes and all that shit and bills and how to pay your rent and all that you know important things like that you get taught what's pi times square times yeah. z bro that's you know what you know what one <laughs> i never said one of my housemates she works for the government yeah <laughs> yeah and sometimes like because the, uh, there's, there's a difference between like book smart world smart and street smart do you know what i mean yeah yeah and she's like she went to oxford like super intelligent but then like from day to day like some of the things that i hear you're like 
how like, does how how like how do you do you know like how do, yeah. how does how do you work for the government? <laughs> yeah, because like because, but I think <laughs> I mean I'm making a huge generalization here, but I feel like people that work in like those kind of like prestige positions, yeah, find it difficult to work in any way that's outside of like theoretical learning. Yeah. That's what I that's what I find from people that I, I come across with. Like, but you have I'm, like on, I'm like on the I'm like on the borderline of kind of like I'm good in theory, but I prefer practical. But I can do both, so I'm like yeah. I'm smart. Yeah. Could be more intelligent, but I I don't really care that much because it's just like I get bored easily. Like probably a yeah. history, a creative thing. I'd rather create stuff. But it's like when you hear <laughs> when you it's like even with stuff like what like the politicians say, you're like these are the people running the country, and this is yeah. like. What like, like this is what they think. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's scary. But I'm I'm at that point now where so for example the whole the whole so there's been a local lockdown up here basically, mate. So in Manchester, Blackburn, West Yorkshire, uh, all the great Manchester, so Rochdale, all those sides there, they've been told to go into a local lockdown, which is obviously non-existent. No, that's not happening. But they've yeah. done it. They told everyone at ten o'clock at night, two hours before Eid. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like with a literally two hours notice, like right, we're going into lockdown. Um, they, they've got you know how can the country regulate that when when the guy who makes the rules breaks the rules himself and his dad who the, the guy is the prime minister his dad flies off to Greece and breaks the rules. It's just crazy that people yeah. use the government or or the curriculum as like a guideline for your fucking intelligence, but also a guideline for your morals and you know your views on yeah. things. I think it, I think it gets difficult because I feel like the people that work for the government, like the politicians, I think all their life they've grown up with, kind of like it's too cutthroat. So I feel yeah. like they have like a, a, a huge lack of empathy. Yeah, so like, so like the guy that went to Newcastle whatever to test his eyesight, like instead of just apologising, yeah, he just like I don't have to do this because I didn't do anything wrong, as opposed to like an apology. Everyone would have been like, fair enough. Yeah. So it's just the fact that he was so like, no, I am not apologizing. Yeah. Like, bro, just say sorry and you'll be like, you'll be everything will be fine. I think what happens, and you will you will find this with our drama schools, with all of us as a collective, like people get involved in the technicalities of things and they forget yeah. about the human. And it's the same with the police force, you know. So I know someone who's just joined the police and he was talking to me about the different sections and the different. Uh, right on the section of 43 of the Police and Criminal Evidence Act, I'm stopping you on the da, 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 da. And so when you yeah. stop and search someone, you're not actually looking at the human in front of you. You're not communicating with them correctly because you've got to do your, you know, if you've ever done sales, you have your compliance points that you have to say. And it's very technical. When you do sales, like I've done sales on the phone and shit like that. Mm. You know, you're reading off a piece of paper. I've just got to let you know that da, 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 da. Now, when the police are stopping and searching someone who might be, well be innocent, for example, there's 22,000 stop and searches of black and Asian people in in London, I believe, or possibly in the UK from yeah, March to June, July. Really, yeah. And 80% of them led to no further action. So obviously, okay. it, it's an absolute disproportionate in terms of the amount of black people that are getting stops and searches. It's basically fucking legal and just racial profiling. But the yes. point is, when they do the stop and search, they've got to say, oh, this is my police, this is my badge number, this is the station I'm from. I've just got to let you know, do, 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 do. And then they get they're all muddled with all the technicalities and they forget about the actual human uh, connection and the human conversation between two people. Ultimately, if you've got to stop someone, you've got to stop someone, you've got to do your job, that's fine. But mm. think about how you communicate that without having to get all muddled with the technicalities of things because that's when the human side starts to, to yeah. shift away. It starts to become robotic and just fucking... 
like I say, it's it, it's just jarring. Yeah. <laughs> it's jarring. But um, just to, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to lift the mood or anything, but um, <laughs> basically, <laughs> what we're going to, um, I, okay, just to lift the mood up a little bit before I ask you guys these questions and to give out your recommendations, I want both of you to let me know what would be your ideal dream job as actors. You can give me okay. two if you want. I can give you, you one. to go first. Give me two. Yeah, you go first, George. If you want. So, yeah, you, you go. Personally, for me, I would love, I'd be more than happy if I had the career that Viola Davis does have. Okay. If I have her. What's your dream job? That's not saying what your dream job is. But what I'm what I'm going into it, what I mean is (laughs) (laughs) what I mean um is like how to get away with murder murder. A really good, really good series that not only educates Mm. people. But it's also very thought-provoking, very challenging. For not for yeah. you as an actor, but for those watching it as well. And yeah. I think there's not one episode that I watch that I'm just like, ah, oh. do you know what I mean? Like Shonda mm. Rhimes is just absolutely a brilliant writer to start with. Just, just Shonda like Lime. to go on set every single day, knowing that you're doing what you love doing, but also you're creating gold. That would be yeah, my yeah. ideal job. Like anything like that, or honestly, scandal, but. That's good as well. That's great. But I just feel like just the whole being having an affair with the president, very fictional, very fictional, all of that. But I think like how to get with murder is more grit, more gritty. It's more gritty for me. But um, mm-hmm. that would be my ideal one. I don't have an ideal film. I don't know. I don't have a high, I like an ideal film that I'd like to film. Star Wars one. opposite Star Wars opposite John Boyega. Do you know what? I've actually never seen Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to marry? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Let me give you my excuse. I just wanted to accept him for who he is. I didn't want to fall in love with him because he was a star. <laughs> oh, <God>. Rubbish. Rubbish. <laughs> Talking like right off. But yeah, and obviously just I don't know, direct have my own talk show, stuff like that, but yeah, yeah. A good TV series. I want to get paid good as well. Like I want that friend, you know, friends of TV series. I want that money. I want that yeah. money. One million per episode. Yeah, that's the kind oh, of money that I want. That'd be unbelievable, wouldn't it? The amount of things I yeah. could do with that money. Yeah. Hmm. It'd help a lot. Hmm. Of course. Life changing money, generational wealth. That's what it's Literally about. Literally also help like a lot of people that you know. I feel like when you when you don't grow up with that privilege privilege like the privileged materialistic things that like, there's so many people that you're like you know when you have those dreams like oh when i blow i'm gonna help this person i'm gonna help that person i'm gonna do this yeah do that like yeah <coughs> need that money man yeah real but, yeah Dick ball uh-huh um have you have you seen have you seen waves no no nah. recently i watched that um earlier this year and i thought that was it's weird because like it's it's a two and a half hour film, but you could it could be two separate films. Mm. But I just think it was so. I just I don't know. I just love the. I just it was. I think it was it was my standout film, and it's been like it's gonna it's gonna like my one of my like top fives. And it was just really? such an amazing piece of like because one thing that always I always get annoyed by in the the kind of format of filming is shots. Like okay. I get everybody needs I get everyone needs coverage, but I don't always need. Like you're talking, I'm talking. Shot, 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 shot. Mm, I, I always yeah. it does me because, like, I don't think it's always what's most interesting. Mm-hmm. 
and in waves they'll do that thing where like if if the person if, if it serves the story they'll just stay on this person or they'll stay on this shot if it serves the story and i like and i like films that do that and the soundtrack was was amazing the way it was filmed was amazing that was that's one that's a film recently and like one of my favorite actors at the minute sterling k brown and he was in it as well so i'm like Ah, this guy's a, this guy's a girl. This guy's amazing. Um, like that's probably like one film that I would love to. Be, I would have loved to be. Have like, you seen Queen and Slim? Yeah. No, no, he was in uh, This Is Us. No, no. Have you Slim. seen Queen and Slim? Oh, have I seen it? Have I seen it? Yeah, I have. I have. What did you think of it? Uh, I thought. I don't know. Something didn't really work for me. I don't know what nah, it was. Nah, you're mad. I uh, saw so something didn't really really work for me. I thought. What it was, do you mean? Um, did you not like their chemistry or what? No, it wasn't the chemistry. I think it was there was just moments in the film that I was that just threw me threw me a little bit. Like, has nah. everyone seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah mate, yeah. unbelievable film. I'm just, the opposite just like to you. just like the, the the bit where the kid shoots the the officer. Yeah. Just like mm. that felt a bit weird for some reason. Oh, because it wouldn't. Yeah, I guess. I just, it, no, just I don't. it just felt strange. It just felt strange to me. Oh, it was powerful that it was so powerful. I watched Good it though. at home cinema in Manchester, and it there was maybe like. Oh, no, hang on. It was a small screen, like a small screen. There's maybe like a hundred of us in there, and the um, audience was dead diverse, which was nice to see. Obviously, of course, there was a Q and A as well after, which was shit, unfortunately. But the actual film was <laughs> unbelievable. And at the end of the film, you could just hear the whole audience was just basically sniffling in tears, like yeah. the whole whole crowd. It just moved everyone. You could feel it, like when you're at the yeah. theater. You know, when you go to the you watch a film and you get off. Where, where this one, it felt like we just all sat in this room and just watched pure magic on screen. I thought it was unbelievable, yeah. but I'm not a big, big film buff. So, because you might watch more films, you might be a bit less. No, no, I think it's just preference. Like the one thing I thought is weird, actually. But I, I meant the whole time watching the film, and this is this is bad. I guess it's bad to say, but the whole time watching the film, I was like, I kind of wish Michael B. Jordan was in it. Oh really? really no, no. I kind no, of wish he was in it. Yeah. Because no, in my mate, head, I, I just, just no, no, no. Because in my head, I just kept thinking about Fruitvale Station. In right. my house, in my football station, and I was like, because I'd watched Just Mercy recently. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, no, he did a great job in that. He did a great. See, job I, in I that. disagree. I disagree. Really? That's why. Don't say anything week. about Just Mercy. I'm not. I'm not. Seen I'm it not. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. But I was like, this isn't. This isn't his bag. I was like, this isn't his bag, man. Like, obviously, actors, we should be able to do anything. Like, but I just felt like, I felt like, the two of them swapped would have been better. Daniel doing mm. Just Mercy and Michael B. Jordan doing. Because there's something what? about. Because I remember, I remember watching an interview where Samuel Jackson was talking about Get Out, and he was like, um, "It would be interesting if like an American actor played it." And I was like, "Bullshit!" I, I hate it when they but, say yeah. that. But, but before we but get into that debate, Slim, but yeah. for Queen and Slim, I actually thought there's. I, I understand a bit more why he says that. Mm. I, I understood a bit more just watching the film. Tricky like, ones because yeah. she's British as well, you know. You know the, the female actress. She's British. Yeah, she's British. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, she's mad. Just yeah. um, sorry. Um, one of the films that anyone listening to this should watch as well is Just Mercy, which is based on the real case of um Walter McMillan, and and his lawyer Brian. Is it Brian Stevenson? Brian Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brian Stevenson. Um, but yeah, it's a real life story. So obviously, go and watch it. Educate yourself. It's really good. We're ready to cry. We're ready to get angry. <laughs> Um, mm. just be ready for a roller coaster of emotions, really. But um, mm. yeah, just to the, the guy, the the guy, uh, not Walter, but the guy. I don't want to spoil it, but the guy who he meets in prison. Mm. The, be careful, the, the, the dark, there, mate. The dark skin guy. 
Dark Let's not talk about it because let me let me be careful. You know he goes to prison, but the guy, his performance incredible. He okay. knows this is the guy. In, in, he was that for me. I think it's really good when they bring a lot of actors that aren't like as well known because I feel like yeah, not that well known actors aren't just as talented, but it's really nice to see like raw new faces. Not yeah, new faces. I mean, they've been in the game for a long time. Everyone has. Yeah. It's nice to yeah. the people. Oh, I can't remember what his name was. Let, let me look what his name was. He, what about he, you, Lamin, whilst Dick was looking that up? What would be your idea? Um, like? It's not really something I've thought about. I've always, because obviously my love for boxing, I've always thought, oh, I'd love to do something about Ali or maybe on stage. Um, but for me, um, I'd love to do, I love, so theatre-wise, I love site-specific stuff, so just stuff that's proper immersive. I'd love to do some sort of just in-your-face kind of physical... site-specific stuff. Um, love site-specific. I love it. I can't lie. I love it. I've Ghetto. seen some great plays. I've seen... You know what? It's like Train Spotting, <laughs> Train Spotting, which is my friend's company. They set up in-your-face yeah. theatre in Edinburgh. And I just remember going as a youngster, like 17, watching it and just being like, yeah, this is a bit of me, this. I love this. And the best play I've mm. ever seen, I was 17, and I was in the Northern Court in Manchester, and it was about the rave scene in Manchester in the nineties, and they came round this audience. It was a library theatre, Manchester Library Theatre, which is now mm. home. And they came, the actors came round into the car park, the big boom box, yeah, like ravers. Oh, you here to see the show, yeah, yeah, come with us, or like gurning off the faces, or proper, proper like in it. We've walked round through the Northern Quarter to this factory. They banged on the doors. These bouncers have come out, who were obviously actors as well. You chuck your ticket in the bag, you get your little wristband, you go upstairs, and it was just such a good show so that's the type of theatre that I like to do then TV yeah. or film wise have you seen why you don't like you specific, actually but I've, wait, I've got two things have you seen Warrior no no on Netflix if you no. like no. if you like like if you like like boxing stuff you should watch Warrior it's MMA and it's Tom oh, no, Hardy I have, yeah I have seen Warrior yeah I have seen Warrior. Yeah, I love I love that film that's a, that's yeah a yeah so also, fighting stuff I like yeah, yeah. But also I went to see um when John Boyega did Wojciech I feel like you need to yeah. you need to you need to title this episode just John Boyega because we're just talking about this guy. <laughs> I went to See of Wojciech or Vic, and it was the one that got evacuated, right? Because there was oh, a bomb scare. When all the bomb scares were going around. But the funny thing is, like, so like he was on stage, and then the, the guy came and was like, "Sorry to interrupt you, but we're gonna have to evacuate the thing." And obviously, because it's a war, like story, they said like a bomb scare. So everyone was like, "What?" And I I thought it was like, "Oh, oh, site specific, site specific." <laughs> Oh, I was like, mad. oh my fucking god, site specific. Do you remember like, that play we saw at home with Gurge? That oh. was site specific. So did you not like that? I love that site. I don't stuff. like stuff that ha that I have to get up out of my seat. 
Oh, fair enough. If I've come to watch a show, let me watch the you show. You want to sit down too. I want to sit yeah, down. Fairies. And I get cold easily as well. I think when we were at drama school once, we went to site-specific stuff. I think it was at home or something. We were going through corridors and everything. Yeah, that was good. Just like, oh, yeah, Gurge is yeah. good, but I just that really put me off. I was just like, no. And then one time I went to this audition. Um, it was a site-specific <laughs> play. I purposely, I didn't know that it was site-specific until I got there. I purposely messed up this audition, bruv. I was like, yeah. it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. It was at this this old theatre, and it was really cold. And you know how much I get cold easily? Like, I was like, no, it's, it's not me. It's I don't care you. what you're paying. If it's not done yeah. right, it's, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, that's if true. If it's not done right, it is awful. But I think like, if when it's done not, right, it's just magic. Yeah. If it's not like punch drunk, then it's like yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. So, so that's anyway. That's the theatre thing I want to do, and then TV or film. Yeah, I'd love to just be in a good fucking series, like something like Misfits, Skin, Shameless, all those that, that you know series I grew up watching. Mm. Just good fun series, like a good yeah. little nice recurring role. Um, and then film wise, like I said, boxing. I've always wanted to do something aligned with boxing and recently I've been um, reading about Len Johnson who's a boxer from Manchester um, his dad's from Sierra Leone his mum's Irish um, born in 1903 um, I've got someone coming to Hume next week to do a speech about him uh, to our yeah. little local group in the community about this fighter because he, he was an activist he was a campaigner he wasn't allowed to box with a British title um, mm-hmm. because of his skin colour you know he had 95 wins yeah. over 100 fights he's a legend so I'd love to be able to tell that story in my hometown and you know on a massive scale. If you oh, right. if you get your Nigerian accent right, you never know when to do a film about Anthony Joshua. You could play. No, no, no. They're not gonna do a film about AJ. <laughs> 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 I'm not doing a film about AJ. Man said, nah, no, reject it. They will. So he's not AJ's not my Muhammad Ali. Listen, AJ it. is no Muhammad Ali, mate. He's not some sort of... He's a good guy. Don't get me wrong. I like him, but he, he wants to see a film about AJ. I don't. I would. I think they could do one. I, I'd it. see Why not? We don't, we don't get any. We ain't got any. What? You I, don't? I mean, like, even, even Ricky Hatton, there's no film about him. Oh, well, what? Who wants you to see a film like, about Ricky Hatton? I think just because they're not, like, globally doesn't mean, like, the UK doesn't have an interest. Like, a lot of but people watch that film. No, 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 but, like... You say you use Ali as a reference because he was like the well, world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like yeah. he's like he's like presence, kind of. Um, yeah, because it's about what you do outside the ring. Yeah, he preceded boxing. Yeah. And you know, I'd be, but I'd still watch a film about Hatton or. No, of course I'd watch it. Of course I'd watch it, but I just don't feel like that. So let me know. Someone came up to you and said, "I'd offer you half a meal. Play this role. You're gonna say no." Was, no, of course not. I'll do it. <laughs> well, actually, it depends. What's the role? About Anthony Joshua. AJ. Oh, because not, not just everything you'll say yes to. I'll play AJ. You know what? Let me just then ask you this. this like, we're going to have to do a different episode on films that people need to educate themselves. But actually, I feel like if you guys are listening, you can actually pick up stuff from what we're saying to educate yeah. yourself. Because I feel like you've mentioned quite a lot of films now. So um, if you're not listening, then you need to slap yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, actor's, but, the actor's name was, was Rob Morgan. And he was in, he's been in Daredevil and he's been in a lot of great stuff. 30 Rock, Blue Bloods, uh, Zero Hour, Godless, um, Mudbound. He's a fantastic actor. That's the guy in Just Mercy who is being stealer, scene stealer. Really good. 
really, really good. Yeah. Danny Kaluuya, he's really talented, though. He is. He's incredibly Very talented. talented. What did he do? Yeah. Um, you know the film, the film, um, oh, with Viola Davis and Cynthia, which came out last Widows. year. Widows. Widows. He yeah. had the tiniest role in it, but you can't forget his character. Yeah. 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 You know when someone just has such a huge presence? Yeah, yeah. Widows didn't bang for me either, man. The, the really? film didn't bang. I get, why, I get why I'd say that. Sometimes it was a bit cringe, but they really bad good actors. Um, they had good actors for it. They had, they had. And I, but yeah. I think it was something to do with the plot was quite confusing. Mm. Was, was, I think they were trying very... so hard to make sure that they had like quite a few themes because I guess it's that thing of a black woman marrying a white gang lord or something and how yeah. um, she gets treated when the white man obviously isn't their name or then it's that sort of thing that the people always respected me because I was married to a white man and not because if that makes sense I feel like you can yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, but yeah if you've not seen Widow's then watch that um but because you said Dickball, you said something before about because you depends what it is about money so my next question for you guys now is what is your limit when it comes to um a, a role and now go slave with films slave films, films. And racism slave films slave films you don't want to do them oh and there's no need true there's no, yeah. there's no need. Everybody knows about racism. There's the more than enough slave films. You can go watch Roots. You can go watch Serbia as a Slave. You can go watch Django. You can go watch Harriet. You can go watch yeah. Um, the, uh, what's that? That one Nate Parker film. I can't remember what it's called. Go watch them. But we even don't Django in a way. Yeah. Django. Django. Yeah. Even, even Django. Django. Django is on the is on the cusp because he's basically a superhero. He's a superhero. Yeah. So it's, 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 on, the, it's, on, the, it's on the it's on the it's on the borderline. Similar it's to about it's but you still learn about it, though, isn't it? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like if it's not like I don't know, it's, it's it difficult. Done, like, it? Unless for some reason it's like an all black production time production company and team and director and everything is black. There's there's no reason. Even mm-hmm. then, I don't I wouldn't get it, but I'd be like, okay, fair enough. But I hear that. Yeah, uh, no, me, that's that, a really good point. That's something that I've actually never thought about. Well, I have thought about it, but not enough to say that I'd reject. I'm not sure I have a limit to what I would and wouldn't do. I'm just a strong, strong believer in your whatever job you get your right for. So if it, you know, if it, I just whatever job you know, get your yeah. right for. No, no, no. So in theory, in an ideal world, mm. every job you get for. Unfortunately, as I've gone on and got a bit older and seen the industry a bit more, there is obviously a lot of tokenism. There's a lot of tick boxing going on. And it's peaked to see because obviously some people are getting roles just because of the skin colour potentially. Or some people, and that's horrible to, mm-hmm. to think that people are questioning, am I here because of my skin colour? Yeah. Or am I here because I actually am right for this role? Mm-hmm. I'm lucky. I don't know about you, Dipa. I don't know about you, Joy. If you've ever felt like a token or oh, I'm just here to tick a box, there you go. I know plenty of people who have. For me, the jobs I've done so far, I do genuinely feel like, yeah, do you know what? I'm fucking just right for those roles. But mm. I'm sure there'll be a time where I look around the room and I might be playing this whatever character and just be like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? Who's, mm. you know, why am I at you? Because you have to question every single fucking you do, thing. Man. You have to question. Because at the end of the yeah. day, people put in their, in their bid, in their, in their funding bids, when they write to Arts Council to get uh, funding for the show, oh, we will have at least two BAME actors in this show. So therefore, yeah, you're yeah. going to cast someone who's bang just because you have to, not because yeah. they're right for the role. 
So there's I been a, there's been that. a few times where like I'll get meetings through and I can tell, like when I read the script, I'm like, there's, they're not casting like a black person or anything. No. You know I mean, like, you can just tell. Mm-hmm. And it's like so. I, then I, I'll do I'll do the tape and I'm like my agent. I'll, I'll say to my agent, look, I don't think I should do this because not that I don't think it's a great part, but I just genuinely don't believe they're looking for a black actor. And they're like, yeah. what do you mean? I'm like, it's just something in the way that this guy's written. It's not a it's not a black character. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, just tape anyway. And I'm like, okay, I'll tape anyway. And then like I'll send them. I'm like, the, when I then when I see who gets it or when I watch it, I'm like, this is literally the guy I imagined in my head. You picture yeah. every, every time, and. There's been a few times as well. I recently did this ITV thing, and like, as I was getting closer and closer to the job, like, his skin color was referenced, and he was white, and like, oh, they just never changed it. And I was like, Yeah. Why am I, I was here? like, do, do, do you know, you could at least just take it out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think there's some roles that I do read, and you kind of think, do you know what? Yeah, they could be any fucking color. They could be any color, and yeah. and they're 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 great. But there's also ones you really think, you know. Yeah. And do you believe in colorblind casting, either of you? No. It depends. It depends. It depends on the story because if it's like, if you've written it like, like in certain like in certain worlds, it'd be just be weird. Like I say in Succession, it'd be it would now be weird in season three if they just started introducing loads of, loads of uh, global majority characters because the world is so white. It would just be, yeah. it would just be like quote unquote people pleasing. So yeah. Like and you know what I I I personally I don't have a problem when like I see shows like Succession or The Last Kingdom where it's just full of white people. Yeah. So I'm like at least at least you've committed to it. Do you know what I mean? At yeah, least you're yeah. not. Yeah, at yeah. least you're saying that this is the story we want to tell, as opposed to saying we'll have like, like if there's six characters, we're gonna have five main characters that are white, and then mm-hmm. one person. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, like you just yeah. you know just do your if you're gonna do it, do it quietly and do it over there. You do it properly, I mean? man. Do it properly in it. If you're gonna yeah. tell the story, just tell the story properly and cast the, the right people. It shouldn't be yeah. that hard, but you're getting now. People who are like, no, well, we need to, we need to have at least some Bane representation. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. fucking out. But, to fully, but like, to fully realize the re- representation, you need Bane writers and Bane producers and Bane editors. Right. Like, yeah. like I, I would think... love to at one point film like a black or a brown or do you know what I mean? Or like a different story and then have like a completely white um, production team edit it and then have like a completely yeah. relevant team, production team edit it just to say, look. This is the difference. Do you see how much more kind of in tune this is to that product? Because yeah, yeah. there'd be a huge difference. Yeah, there would. From yeah, like yeah, editing, yeah. light, the, how they put the shots together, music. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Okay, so hopefully um, you guys are still with us and you've picked out like a couple of shows or um, maybe this podcast episode might actually be more valuable to actors. But if you're a musician or a normal person and you want to know behind the scenes about actors, here you go. He's not all glam. He's not all great. <laughs> this is the things that we have to um, go through as well. But um, just to round up as well, so I'm going to get the guys to name three shows, t- three top shows. Not to, not three top shows, I guess. Just three, three shows. shows. Yeah. But I guess you guys um, want to recommend to people to help them mm-hmm. educate themselves. And also three shows that people definitely should watch. We've already mentioned loads if you've been listening to the conversation, but um yeah just add your final two cents in please guys sweet uh yo so do you know what i'll do i'll I'll just name things that i've seen recently because i just think i can name stuff from the past like when they see us which is unbelievable but people have probably seen that already um so uh, one of them which i've been hooked on recently 
is, and again, this is about politics a little bit. So it's about the rise of the Murdoch dynasty. That's what it's called on BBC iPlayer. I've been telling everyone about it. It's all about Rupert Murdoch and his power in the tabloids, in the papers, in the press, and how essentially he's in bed with all the uh, politicians and how much influence. I mean, he has changed the world that we live in today. He made Brexit happen. He made Trump happen. He made, um, he got Tony, Tony Blair into power. He got David Cameron into power. He got uh, Boris Johnson into power. He got all the, he's in bed with all the, the prime ministers and presidents, uh, you know, in the West. He, his papers are so powerful. His news reporting is so powerful. And it just, it's just interesting to see how as a multi-multi-billionaire business, you know, news mogul, how corrupt, how kind of just vile that they are. And, you know, they had a big um, phone hacking scandal. It'll just educate you so much about actually the world we live in and, and it'll make people aware of politics, but also it'll make you aware of the news and the news are so dangerous and so powerful. You know, it, that just fascinated me because again, I typed in Black Lives Matter protests on YouTube and shock, 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 shock horror, it's all violent. It's all violent. Black Lives Matter protesters clash with police. Black Lives Matter uh, protesters clash with, <laughs> again in London. Black Lives Matter protesters clash again with, you know, it's just, it's like, okay, so we're painting it out that the Black Lives Matter protest is a violent organisation and a violent movement where there's just clashing with the police. When actually in Manchester, there was thousands of people pro uh, protesting and in London and all around the world and there's no violence. And it's mostly peaceful. Of course, you can have isolated incidents. Black Lives Matter protester knocks a police person off the horse. No, they fell. They hit a fucking lamppost. A lamppost. <laughs> yeah. No one knocked like, off the like horse. A fool. You, charged in, <laughs> you charged into a crowd God. and you got knocked off your horse like, like a, a donut. So the, the, the point is, is the media. Um, that's why I think people should go and watch the rise of the murder dynasty on BBC because it's about how much of an impact the media have. And just be careful about what you consume. And that's why I think social media is great because obviously it is a new form of media that they're probably yeah. slowly losing um, control of. But they've still got huge influence around the world. You know, it's huge influence. You have to watch it. Um, second thing, um, the school that tried to end racism, Channel 4, two episodes or three episodes, two or three episodes, unbelievable. It's about like challenging unconscious bias, like racial bias. And it, it's just such a good programme. It's like filming a school in South London um, if you've not watched this, you have to watch this as well. It's unbelievable. And they're basically just challenging the, ch the children and their views and their thinking. And, oh, it's so good. The staff as well. It's so pure, so transparent, so uncomfortable. And like, so there's a scene where they, they, they split the kids up, they segregate them. And it's like, fucking, it feels uncomfortable, but it's, it's so good to say, right, all the white kids, you go sit in that classroom. All the black and Asian kids, you go sit in that classroom. And we're going to discuss your heritage. And it's just, and it's like, you know, the white girl... She was like, oh, this is a fridge magnet um, from Scotland. And it's just like, they, they, the white kids had a real lack of identity as, mm. as, as a white British person. And the black and Asian kids just had all this rich culture and they felt so proud of it. And, but then they're also massively oppressed. And it was just, ah, oh, unbelievable programme. Watch that, watch that. Um, I think that's it for now, if I think for anything else. They're the two things that just really jumped out at me. But there's loads online that you can watch so much. Thank you, Amin. I'm no actually going to go and watch uh -huh. some Okay. I would say first of all, let's go watch I May Destroy You when we cut a call. Oh, amazing. Sorry, just to jump in. I yeah. will work alongside Michaela Cole before I Come die. On. Amen. I'm telling Amen. you, both of us are going to be lead. I'm telling mm. you now. Of course. I tweeted it. I tweeted it. 
And I'm also saying it's on this podcast. Mark my words. Claim, claim it. Claim it. In Jesus' name. Watch I think it's watch this face. I think I think no matter what your stance is on how you conduct yourself in terms of a sexual nature, everybody can always be better. Mm-hmm. I think no matter how good you, you think you are, if you think you're questionable, you think you're bad or anything, just watch it and get a, a deeper understanding from a, a perspective that isn't yours. Um, I'd, yeah, I'd just encourage everybody to watch it. I think it's just such a, an honest like portrayal of just the, the kind yeah. of the taboo around sex and some of the best things on British sexual TV, assault yeah. and like rape as well. So I think it's just I think it's just such a, an honest piece of art, man. So How I, good that's, is that that's, last episode. I haven't seen it yet. I'm on episode ten still. So. Okay, oh we my god! I, 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 I didn't hear what you said. So all I heard was last episode. I was like, I ain't seen it. I still go. Yeah. I still go watch that. I won't so. say anything. No, it's I really good. I learned so much about myself about things that. I would never have counted as sexual abuse. Mm. Yeah. It actually is. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. She's just brilliant and it's good for everyone. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'll also, uh, my second recommendation is uh, Rami, which is on Hulu, um, which is, it looked, it, it shed a light on the Muslim and the Muslim community within America. And I think it's important because, because like, I think it has, I think it dis- dispels with this idea of, because I feel like as, as black and brown people, we feel like we have to be excellent to, to get space anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my friend about this and I was like, we need more like, obviously it's bad to say, but I feel like we need more like black and brown mediocrity because you know, there's so much white mediocrity in the world <laughs> that it's like part of the course. So like, we don't all have to be Beyonce. We don't no. all have to be Jay-Z. You know what I mean? I think Rami does that very well for the Muslim community where it's just like a guy who happens to be Muslim in America and just like what he gets up to and he's not, he's not a terrorist surprise. He's just a guy, you know? So it's, um, I think it's very, I think it's amazing. Obviously it's like, it's hugely successful. It's got Emmy nominations and stuff like that, but I'd give that a try as well. And my last recommendation would be um, hmm. uh, I say I'd say this is us on NBC, which is also on it's on, available on Amazon Prime as well, because um, I think it I think it, it's I think it's just at the heart of it's a show about identity, and I feel like at this t- moment in time, people are people are kind of I think a lot of people are struggling with who they are or who they might see themselves as, and obviously because there's it's never been more relevant now the kind of like what you identify as and it's not even a show particularly about you know that everyone identifies as either male or female on the show but it's like mm. it's about these two triplets it's about these these triplets and like one's adopted and like how they fit in with each other and like there's so much tragedy that happens and it's just about all of them trying to find their way in the world and it's just very human very recognizable and i think it's just like it's one of my favorite shows it's just K. brown's in it since my boy um so, yeah, I think I'd, I'd recommend this as us as well. I think you can learn a lot from from from, from that show. I haven't seen it because someone said that I'm gonna cry. So that kind of not that it put yeah, me you off. Yeah, you cry. You like, need to be emotionally ready. Every to watch other it. episode, you, you like yeah. you get emotional, which is good. Wow. I like that. I, I think it's I good. Have, I don't want to be crying every day, please. Every week, every day. I need to watch crying. Anthony as well. By the way, Anthony. Yeah. Shout out my boy to Hugh Jamar. Just my boy, <laughs> Anthony. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.
bad boy, man. You know, he was really, really good. Um, I'm going to watch that I think tonight. Everybody I think. needs to watch that. Um, that's on BBC. BBC. Definitely. Go and watch but it. But I watch it. Um, a Raisin in the Sun. Um, it's a play, uh, but it still remains really, really re- relevant. It was played for him from, um, I can't remember. I don't know. I remember reading this play anyway when I was like 17. The way I cried. So mm-hmm. A Raisin in the Sun. Everybody go and watch it. And Just Mercy, like Diffo mentioned at the start. Um, yeah. So if anyone can go and watch it, please do. And also, when they see us, if you haven't watched it yet, Ugh. please go and watch it. I couldn't finish it, man. Oh, Did man. You know, I had to watch it during the daytime because I was crying so much. I thought, if I watch it at night, I'll just... I won't sleep. <laughs> I'll just finish. Just finish. Just finish. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can, please go and watch when they see us. It is a hard watch, but it's... um, What's the word? It's a hard watch, but it's something that you need to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so please go and go and watch it. There's so many other... 13... Um, Ooh, about the American just, um, oh, that's amazing, actually. Yeah, yeah, I watched that recently as well. Go and watch that. Um, there's so many. Selma. Go and watch oh, that. Selma. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, so many. And I think as well, there's a lot of um, like um, tweets and stuff just circulating around social media about things that people should watch to educate themselves. But if you start oh. with these that we recommended, honestly, you will learn a lot, not only about yourself, but about the society mm. that you're in, that you didn't even know what's going on. Just right on the mm. nose. Mm. So, so, yeah. But thanks for jumping on, guys. I will, um, I might actually have to split this into two episodes. But we started recording at seven. So I think this is only going to be like an hour and 30 minutes. So it'll probably will just be one episode. Um, yeah. But I will obviously put the guys social media apps um on there yeah you can you can find me at it just alba um <laughs> at seven dog on twitter and instagram That's where you can and find people want to call me delusional for saying that like, i'm john vegas please 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 Usher. Usher, wow. baby. Usher, baby. Yeah. Um, My yeah, I will put that out. I'm very unserious candidates, but um, yeah. I meant to that. <laughs> I meant. 